You are listening to the Risk Insights blogcast. This is an audio version of a blog article. The article was originally published on the website riskinsights.com.au and is part of the Assurance Analytics series. You can find a link to the article in the show notes. In this episode, we explore how internal audit can operate in tandem with other business units. That is, adopting similar project delivery approaches to deliver audits that are focused on outcomes for the customer, increasing value. This is part one of a two-part episode. Having recently used an agile, with a small a, approach to deliver a risk analytics project to a large customer, we've been thinking about how such an approach could be used by internal audit functions. This is not a new concept, others have produced frameworks for such approaches within IA, but IA functions continue to lag significantly behind other functions in this regard, for example, finance, marketing and IT. How often have we decided to undertake active audits in phases, defining the specific number of phases up front, and then wondering how we go to that number? We faced that challenge again recently, and the IA team that we were helping considered whether this upfront decision is necessary. If the project is iterative, why can't we be? Let's start by looking at an area that consumes roughly half of our effort and cost. Traditional IA methodologies are laden with documentation requirements. 1. The norm, detailed audit risk assessments, risk and control matrices, planning papers, agendas and minutes, working papers, observation logs, various versions of draft reports, etc. 2. A bit heavier, Forms to capture what audit staff would like to achieve from the audit, post-project evaluation forms. 3. And more, organization-specific methodologies, with time spent on making sure that they align with specific standards. We have had a few people mention, very recently, that they engage external consultants to help with these. Sounds like a whole lot of effort and cost, given the value it delivers. As auditors, we often critique business projects with a cost-benefit view. Would our methodology projects pass our own tests? These are all captured in audit working paper systems, some of which take a long time to implement, configure and then use on individual audits. Do we need these? Do our customers care? Does anybody care? Let's consider business stakeholders. No, they have no idea how well documented the working papers are, and may be pretty unimpressed if they did find out how much time is spent on templating and formatting and revision and review. In some cases, the specific bits that outline the background of findings, with some level of detail, will be important to them. What about the audit committee? If they are traditional, you're stuck, you'll just have to keep wasting money on documentation, or try to educate them perhaps. If they are a bit more contemporary and forward-thinking, they are looking for value, still expecting rigor and a level of formality, but not to the extent that it diminishes the ability to add value. And external auditors. If reliance is being placed on a piece of work, then they will follow ISA 610, or equivalent. Reliance is usually placed on those audits that are directly related to financials. In the old days, when we still had fixed annual audit plans, that worked. Nowadays, IA plans change, and we don't cover the same areas every year. This means that, in general, the reliance areas will be limited, so reliance by the external auditors isn't a reason to over-document elsewhere. Lastly, regulators. They are expected to reduce the compliance costs imposed on business and other regulated entities. They will care that positive assurance can be backed up appropriately. Businesses are turning to more efficient, 
for example lean, faster and more effective, for example agile, ways of working. In Australia and elsewhere, this is starting to happen within IA, but not at the same pace as other organizational functions. In part 2, we will outline our experience with the small a, agile approach, how this enabled us to produce a result that we didn't anticipate and that significantly exceeded expectations, and then dive into some thoughts on the relevance of such an approach to IA methodologies. That's the end of this article. You can find more information and a link to the original article in the show notes.